Now, here's a preview of Powerful Women Revealed. Some days I'm barely even holding on. Some days I feel like all my hope is gone. But you get me through, don't know what I'd do without you. Some days, some days, some days. Good afternoon and welcome to WATD's Powerful Women Revealed, created and hosted by Nicole Perry. You're invited to enjoy an ongoing series of personal and educational discussions with a variety of women that want to educate, inspire, and bring awareness to the community. These women all have a powerful mission and appreciate the opportunity to share their stories, milestones, and successes with you. Here's your host, Nicole Perry. And we are here. Sorry. Good afternoon and welcome to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry, and my guest today is originally from Brazil and moved to Boston. Oh, my God. I put a blank here. How many years ago? Oh, 26 years ago. 26 <laughs> years ago. Oh, gosh. Uh, she received her MBA degree from Suffolk University. And although she received an award for her efforts and was offered her dream marketing job, the award was for a sales job. Then she was offered her dream marketing job. She was living her life unconsciously. Now she is living in complete awareness in her dream life by helping others wake up, collapse time, and start living their own. Francine Fontana, welcome back to the show. Yay, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And the, when was the last time we interviewed? It I think was, it was uh, last year in January. So it was pre-COVID. It was. Oh. <laughs> so you got to go back and listen to that podcast if you're listening today, because that was a really great interview. And I actually want to start saying, instead of my guest, I want to start saying my co-host. Oh! <gasps> my co-host today! <laughs> so I feel like you're a co-host. Oh, yeah. I, right? Yeah. I, I love this energy of, uh, you know, exchanging ideas and having... One-on-one -on -one conversations, just you and I here. Just us, like we're yeah, just, just gonna us. look into each other's eyes, like I was saying earlier, and just let it all flow through us. Exactly. Well, now we're gonna talk about in this first segment about mindset. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's such a hot word right now. Mm -hmm. Don't you believe that? Yes. Like, Everyone, it seems in my world, in you know, all the ripples of my world, mm -hmm. feels like everyone's talking about mindset. And so there's different levels of mindset. Like, you know, and I talked about it in my book. So there's mm -hmm. like discovering mm -hmm. what the heck your mindset is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? And then there's like different dimensions of this mindset that we can have and overcoming like not a not so great mindset. Mm -hmm. And you know, we are not our mind. No, we're not. Right? You believe that, right? Yeah, I do believe that. You know, we are spiritual beings having a human experience and we're more. We are a mind, but we are way more than just our minds. And so, like, we, like who was the one that said, um, you know, I think, therefore, I am? There's so many people, like, diminishing that concept. Yeah. Because it's, we're not just our thoughts. No, but I think it just depends on how you interpret it because it could be uh, in, in not just the thought, but the awareness behind the thought. And the belief behind the thought. Like there's yeah. so many limiting beliefs. Yes. 
And it, it, like in my book, for instance, it took me 10 months not to change my mindset, mm -hmm. but to really um, shift it dramatically. Mm -hmm. And I'm still working on it. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, four years ago when I started writing the book. So how do you um, help your clients shift their mindset? And do you see different people taking different lengths of time? I guess we're all different. Yes, we are all different. And it all depends on, you know, what the mindset is, you know, uh, and I think it depends on the person too. Some people have growth mindset where they are always learning and expanding and some people are just not and they just are content to staying where they are, you know, uh, which are not the people that I normally so they're, work with. So they're, they're accepted. Yeah. And they, they're not even aware that it's an issue for them because this is the thing, like the, the mindset has to do with your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, uh, you know, we have our conscious mind, which is what we operate from, yep. our rational mind, and we have our subconscious mind, which stays underneath all of that. Yes. And we are not aware of everything that's in there because everything that's in there, it's literally everything you've ever heard and read and saw in your whole life. It's like a, uh, it's like a computer CPU. It's recording everything that's that you ever see. It ever isn't that fascinating? Yes, and <laughs> and and the thing is, like all your core beliefs about yourself, about the, your place in the world, about the world, they are they are they they are formed uh, from when you're born all the way to age seven or eight. So those are like your, like in a computer, those are your operating systems. So mm, now the foundation, the foundation of your self-belief, mm -hmm. your, you know, and, and then after that, you get layers of what you learn from society, what you learn from your family, you know, mm. that, you know, and, and it goes in terms of, you know, money mindset and, you know, you're a place of a woman in the world, you know, anything. Mm. And so in order for, as you, if you are someone who are, who is interested in learning and expanding and living your life fully, you're going to come across these points where you face, you know, a self-limiting belief. That, that and holds you, you down, and so what do you? And have? you see it. If you are aware of it, and if you're looking for it, then you do, you become aware. But the thing is, like we are not very good at looking at our own soft spots. It's mm. it's you know, and 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 we can see it, but it's a lot easier for other people outside of us to notice those, you know. Um, but 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 if you are inquiring, and if you're meditating, and if you are aware. Um, during your life and you, and you notice what you notice that comes up for yourself. You know, what, why are you getting triggered about something? Yeah. And then you look, okay, what's underneath that? I wonder why I'm feeling this way. I wonder why I'm thinking this way about the situation. Then that's when you can kind of dig those beliefs up. And then, and then in order to reprogram, because there is, you know, you first you have to believe differently. So first you have, the first step is to have awareness of mm. what the core belief, you know, is and then you have to there is no step previous to that there's no what is there a step previous to awareness uh well it's just desire what is like yeah or, i mean yeah if you if you're if if that is your intention with your life and you want to mm -hmm. learn and grow and let go of the that the heavy weight that's holding you down then yeah, yeah. That, that's an intention behind it but but the first but but in terms of working with each you know self belief or you know that's limiting is first is the awareness of what that one is and then after that you have to you know pretty much look at that 
and then you realize that is that really true about myself? That's is when this, you have to ask the questions. Yeah, and it, is this really me thinking that? Which yeah. a lot of times you realize, hey, that's something that I heard from my from a parent or from a, a, my third grade teacher. You know, yeah. that that it kind of stuck with you, and so so then you have to realize, okay, so that's that wasn't even me. Or and, and then we have to, and, and then you have to, okay, I'm gonna reprogram that within myself. So what is uh, how can I turn this? you know, false belief about myself or, you know, or this, that that is incorrect. How can I turn that into something empowering? Yeah. And then you rewrite that statement. So, and then you usually rewrite the statement with, which is something that's completely the opposite, mm. you know? So, um, so for example, if you think about, um, I don't know, I can't I go, can't. um, uh, what is that? What is that boogie board thing that you do? Oh, the paddle boarding. Paddle boarding. <laughs> yeah, because we postponed that. Yes. I did. Yes. I did. I couldn't do it. I had too much on my plate. Yeah. So, but this is not a limiting belief. No, no, no but, but you can even think about like, okay, I I, I can't do this, or like I I want to, um, you know, I'm, I want to start a new business or kind yeah. of go for that endeavor, but I can't do this. And then so, you know, uh, an empower. So how do you take that and transform that into an empowering belief for yourself? Which is the opposite. I can do this. I am a woman who so can do this. So how do you get from I can't to I can? You you literally you write the the the, uh, the uh, this empowering belief about yourself. You write it on a piece of paper, and then you write on the other side. You put a line in the middle, and then on the other side you write the, I the can. Belief. You came in, and then and then you use that as an affirmation to yourself. Well, that you use it over and over again to sort of reprogram your brain. And if you don't necessarily believe it yet, so it, it, then I like to say, you know, I'm starting to believe that I can do this. Or you can say, I am learning to do this. Ah. Because if you're starting to believe, you kind of, you know, that's a... It's uh, a step. It's a step, but it's a more empowering statement to say, I am learning to do this. Yeah. Because then you're actively, because that's the thing. And then you have to take a step towards that. Yeah. So if, if you believe you can do this, and if I can do this, then what step do I take towards that right now? Mm. And then you take a step. And even if it's just a baby step, yeah. that's why the learning, I'm learning to do this. Is a baby step. It's a baby step towards the doing part. Because if you don't do anything about it, then mm. nothing's going to change. And so you, you take a step towards that and the learning to do this can be, okay, so I don't know how to do that yet, but if I'm learning how to do it, then let, let me start doing some research about it. And then so I, I will be able to it. do it. Exactly. Whatever this is. Yes. The other question I've been asking myself is a really great question. Who am I? Mm. And a lot of people, you know, listening might think, you know, okay, um, if I describe myself, you know, I'm. 53, you know, I do this, I do that. But really who I am goes back to what you said in the beginning is we, not everybody believes this, but we, you and I believe that we're spiritual beings mm -hmm. having a human experience. Mm -hmm. And it's important to keep asking lots of questions. And, you know, when you ask the questions and you journal the questions, yeah. the answers start to come through the pen they on do. the paper. For me, they are. Yeah. We, we, we think that we are all labels, right? I'm a mother. I'm a wife. Yes. I'm a this. I'm a, I'm a, you know, a cook. A cook. 
And and the thing is, I actually, uh, a while back, 10 years ago or so, I, I heard this great uh, definition that kind of stuck with me through times, like, in, you know, in answering that question, who am I or who we are? And it was like, you know, we are not our thoughts. We are the awareness behind the thoughts. Mm. So it's the, the observer in you observing you thinking. Yes. I'm reading about that in the Untethered Soul right now. Mm-hmm. Have you read that? I have not. No. <gasps> I'm reading Is that right now, and it's really interesting. Like I'm, I'm not the thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm the witness. Yeah. To the thoughts. Is that what you just said? The it's witness? the awareness behind the, awareness. the thoughts. Yeah. Which is, yeah, the same. Same thing. Same thing. It's yeah. Very interesting. And I think a lot of these things come as we get older. I wasn't thinking about all this in my twenties. I know. <laughs> Were you thinking about this kind of stuff in your 20s? No, no. And that's why uh, my fiance and I talk about this. It's like, oh, I wish I knew all knew of this when I was 20. Then, you know, knew what I know now then. Yeah, but you would not, but it, that wouldn't happen. It, no, it's not. It, it is all part of the journey, too, you know? It's the, the, the self-discovery. Speaking of journey, mm. like, you know, that's what I've been thinking about a lot lately. Like, what happened to the journey? Like, everybody just wants the social media and the buttons and the and the business and the transactions and the customers and everything, everything, everything right now. Mm-hmm. And we're we we're living in this "I want it right now, I I I want it right now" mentality. Yeah. And nothing really happens overnight without this self discovery and this work. Yeah. Like yeah. we really need to do the work. It is, yeah, it is hard work looking at yourself and looking at your soft spots. I, I think it's hard work, but I also think it's fun and it's yes. it's making me curious and get interested and it's it's bringing out the better in me. Yeah. Not that it's that hard. You know what I mean? No, no, it, it, it is ve- it's, it's the most rewarding thing to truly know who you are. Yeah. You know, and and just be fully loving of yourself the way you are right now accepting everything including the flaws you know because I think a lot of times we think that oh our flaws are just let's ignore that and and focus on the positive but the thing is that we are all of those things and then we can there's a way you know that you can go deep and you know, your your flaws are not really your flaws. They are just, they're there for a reason. You know, it was probably like a childhood wounding that mm. you had. And, and you can work on, you know, your wounding, you know, trauma and, and doing deep, you know, psychological work to help release that and transform that. But there's but, no perfect person. No, the, the, and that's the thing. No one is perfect. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is that you could always get better. That's right. All right. On that note, yeah. on that note, we're going to go to break. You can go to FontanaCoaching.com uh, to connect with Francine. I hope you stay with us. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be right here on WATD. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. At each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today. I thought I saw a man, but 
are back. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. Sorry, we were a little talking over the break. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. My guest is my Mm co-host is Francine Fontana. And uh, in this segment, we want to talk about love. Because why? Why do you want to talk about love in this segment? Love. (laughs) Love. Oh, we love. (laughs) Because I recently got engaged. Um, Is that why you wanted to talk about love, though? Well, it was just like because it's I'm so aware of it at the moment, but it, it there was just so much that comes up for me and uh, with love and even in talking to clients and prospect clients, like everyone is looking for the one person in their life, you know, and or and, just and the love in their business or their everything, you know, in, in love in terms of relationship, people are always looking for the one and and also just the love and how you approach life as well, you know. Um, how you go about your life Mm. in general terms. I think that, you know, love can be defined in by many different people in Mm -hmm. many different ways. Um, But recently I've been reading also A Course in Miracles. Have you heard about this A Course in Miracles? I have heard about that. I have not. You you have not read it? No. Well, it takes me 14 times to read one sentence. So it's going to take me a long time to get through this book. But they are talking about um, what do you treasure? Mm-hmm. And that's another way to look at love. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it that you treasure and why do you treasure it? Mm. Right? Yes. And what did you treasure before you met your true love? Because you had a good relationship before your your fiance i've I've never heard you say anything bad about that other relationship (laughs) and so but what did you what were you craving yeah no so so this is the thing though uh that i see all the time people look at like in terms of romantic relationships right people look at other people or other person to complete them Oh, like, so like they're, they're feeling Renee Zellweger. You, feel, you know, you, you complete me. You <laughs> complete me. You had me at hello, all of that. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's usually something that you, like there's a, usually a void inside of you that you want to fulfill that void or fill that void with, with the, someone else or yeah. with a relationship. And when you come at love from that point of view, you're, it's just not going to work because then you're like not creating a a relationship in which you are independent and the other person is independent. You're kind of like leaning 
uh, not leaning, but like you need the other person to stand up, for, you know, on yourself. That's right. And it, you are individual people. You are not one. Exactly. So you need to be, you need to be a standalone whole individual. Mm. And then you, when you are in that point, you can find someone else who is also that. And then together, you can sort of grow together together but sort of like my fiance and i use use this analogy of like two trees sort of like right next to each other yeah where they grow together and then they are like some branches kind of touch touch and some of them kind of get more intertwined a little bit but then the outer edges and the top they're all like they're all individual branches like reaching for their own interests you know yeah and even the trunk of the trees Mm -hmm. even though they're side by side they are completely separate yes and so you need to be a complete individual and so um so yeah so that is the whole point and in order for you to be at that point the first step is self-love you yeah. need to love yourself in order to feel like you are a complete individual. And if we are not receiving, so you said if we have that little emptiness inside, mm-hmm. right? If we are not receiving something that we need mm-hmm. and we didn't receive it from our mother, father, caregivers, you know, people that, that helped bring us up in this world, we have to give it to ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> you knew where I was going with this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can't wait for someone else to give it to you because then it's like... And you can't expect the other person to fill that hole, to fill that need, to fill that craving. You have to be the one to give it to yourself and then whatever they give you is a compliment. It's the to cherry on top. It's the cherry on top. <laughs> You can have your cake and eat it too. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you have to give that to yourself. I totally believe that. Yeah, yeah. And that takes effort. It, it takes a little work. It's what we were talking about earlier in the previous segment. It don't your self work. You have to work on yourself, and you mm-hmm. have to know yourself better. You have to build those muscles. You do right. Yeah. Just like um, working out. Just like yeah. nutrition. Just like the relationship with your children yeah. or your spouse, you have to build that emotional muscle with yourself. Yeah. And this is the thing, though. Like, So this is what I tell my clients now. And um, what I actually, this is like I learned this through working with my therapist. Mm. Uh, that it's sort of like, okay, so when you're looking for someone, like, I, you know, like you create a list of like all the characteristics that you would like oh, in the other person. Someone that's funny, somebody tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah. Like all of these different things the on different- the outside. No, so you list all the things on the outside because if you're gonna like it, and this is like if I have a magic wand, I could have yes. anyone I want. Yes. So then you put like, why not put that he's hot and you know yeah. physically attractive, <laughs> you know all that. Why not? So you you can put like all your the physical characteristics. Yep. You can put the characteristics characteristics about the personality of the like person, like the humor and the yeah. intellect and things like that. Yeah, and then you can put also characteristics about like the kind of relationship that you want to have. So mm. you know, like so you can have someone who's like or you want to have a relationship that has open communication. Yeah. A relationship where you care about each other, a relationship that you, uh, you know, whatever it is for you. Some Somebody that's enlightened, perhaps. Yeah, or s- someone who, who has a growth mindset, someone who yes. wants to continue to learn and grow. Because yeah. if you're that kind of person who wants to learn and grow, yeah. it is never going to work for you to be with someone who likes being stuck and likes being in the same spot. You know, that's and right. Learn. So you put all, you know, and, and this is like 50 or more characteristics on a list. 
And then after you have this long, 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 long list, then you, what you have to do is you have to read each one of them and ask yourself, how do I fill that role for myself? I love this. And that's the part about you being a complete person for yourself. So because if you, so let's say if you. All right, we have to go to break yeah. though. So, so so let's come back. Yeah. Let's let's come back and continue that. But mm-hmm. what a great I've never heard of filling that for yourself. Love that. All right. We have to go to break. You can go to fan, fontanacoaching.com. Uh you can also go to the Powerful Women Rise directory. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed right here on 959 WATD. A grapefruit diet is not realistic. A love diet is personal. For over two and a half years, Nicole Perry has been writing her debut book, I Am on a Love Diet, and it's officially available on Amazon right now. Nicole's debut book, I Am on a Love Diet, is Nicole's story of how she focused on feeding herself love for 365 days and shares her very candid, raw, and personal thoughts about the dieting industry. Nicole's book is nonfiction, but reads like a beach novel. Get your copy today by visiting ilovemydiet.com. You know, my book is sprinkled with a few thoughts around anxiety and depression, and it's because food plays a huge part in our mental health. As a suicide attempt survivor, I felt even more of a calling to share my thoughts around suicide prevention because while I was writing my debut book, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain both took their own lives. Now that we are emerging from COVID-19 and resuming our work lives as best we can, I decided to roll out a new campaign called Grow to Give to support the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Invest in yourself, your business, and your community at Powerful Women Rise as we grow to give together, giving 10% of all membership dues to the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Claim your business category C in one of our teams today by visiting PowerfulWomenRise.com and click Get Started. You're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. And I got to put a shout out here. That was, um, no, Shanae Patterson? I thought it was Esme. It's Esme. It's Esme, right? 
I don't know. My 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 computer did a little correction there. I know. Find I had it. A hard the, time finding it. You, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. You should have told me. So that was find it. And I love what she says. Don't wait too long. And I let my fear bury me. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. So before we went to break, you were talking about that long list. Mm -hmm. Create that long list. Go for it. Put everything you want in there in the kitchen sink. Everything that you want in that other person, right? Because you have to claim it. Yes. You have to claim what you want in this world. Yeah. Because the universe or God or whoever you believe in won't know who to send you if you don't claim it. But then you said right before break, after you put that list, each one do what? You have to look at each item and figure and ask yourself, how do I fulfill that for myself? Mm, uh, that is fascinating. Yeah. And it's all about how you feel too. So let's say if you if you want someone who is like, oh, I want someone who's successful. Then you ask yourself, do I feel successful? Mm. You know, and if the answer is no, then okay, what do I have to do to feel successful? successful? Mm. You know, or, or anything like that. Or, oh, I want someone who is adventurous. You know, but then I? how am I adventurous? Like I, I, I spent the whole weekend on the couch eating, you know, watching Netflix. Okay, watching Survivor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or that. That's a little bit of a disconnect. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So that is very interesting. It's it's important to ask us these questions. Yeah. And it, it, don't it, wait too long. It's never too late. No, it is never too late to find love. It's never too late to be the person you want to be. You know, because this is all about you being the person you want to become. Mm. And so, you know, and, and be that right now. So if you if you see a gap in the, you know, something on the list and you're, you're not fulfilling that for yourself, but that's something that you really want because you put it on the list, then what steps can I take today yeah. or this week to become more of that? Ask those questions, but really, it's get curious. It's we the, everything is a choice, mm-hmm. but when we make that decision yes. for what we want to do, but some people are just living in a state of fatigue. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they don't they're they're living in fear. Yeah, fear is all ego. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Yes. <laughs> learning. There's the word learning It's a again. part of the ego, yeah. And, you know, and, and I think to a lot of people, are in, I, I call it like blah mode, you know, yeah. they just kind of go through the day and go life, life and just kind of don't question anything. And a lot of times people complain about their lives. So let's say there's, it's just so common, right? People complain about a job yep. that they don't really like. Then they say, okay, I'm going to find another job. But then they're and they end find up complaining a, about that job in two years from now. Yeah, but you know what they do? They take the same components from the old job and they just rearrange it in a slightly different way. And they find a job that's just very, like all the components are there. They just rearranged differently. They're not literally, really kind of, okay, this isn't working for me. That's not really growth. No, it is not. It's just rearranging things. And that's not really, same. that's not you, although you can grow a little tiny bit from a new experience. Yeah. Well, you learn new, ex- new skills. Maybe. You know. Maybe new skills. And You're learning to, to it, work with new personalities. Exactly. But that's not real growth. No, it is not. And people think it is, you know, and, and it's just not. So so in terms of decision, and that, that that's kind of going back to the decision what you mentioned about, it's like, yes, you have to make a decision to say, okay, like, this isn't working for me. Yeah. So instead of thinking like, oh, I'm just going to change, I like say six for half a dozen. Okay, so what is it that I would love? And, it, you know, we talked about this last show. It's like, what is it that I would love to have or to experience in my life? 
mm. or in terms of a job. But what kind of job would I really love to mm. do? And usually, and then that's when the fear comes in because then you go, oh, well, but I don't have the education, but I don't have this, but I don't have that, but I don't know this, but but really making a decision to go for it and taking the steps to go. And sometimes the fear can subside or go away mm -hmm. when something tragic happens. Mm -hmm. Somebody's faced with cancer. Yes. Or, you know, a, a, or a car accident that, you or, know, or that, a, a deathly, you know, close to death experience, or they're facing, yes. you know, something as horrific as the death or the end of their life. Yes. And they, they wait and, you know, until something like that happens. But, a lot of people in the world will never have something horrific happen. Mm -hmm. And they're waiting for this, what did I write down? This big break mm -hmm. or this big light bulb moment. Yeah. And that moment is now. It is now. And this is the thing. I, uh, I, I learned my, this is I, a big lesson I learned from my dad uh, a few years ago because I was in a relationship when I was married and I was so unhappy. And I'm a Libra, right? So I'm like, oh, the pause. On one side, these are the pros. On the other side, these are the cons. You know, the pros. On one side of the paw. The, the, Libra. Yeah. <laughs> Libra, yeah. The, the, the pros and the cons to stay married. The pros and the cons to get a divorce. And I'm waiting the back and forth. And I was in analysis paralysis and I could not make a decision. And I was in that but place you were, you for were, years. But you were you were working at it. You were trying to was, be responsible and... And that's what we tell ourselves. But the point is, two years of that is, you know, like, it, it, and that is a perfectly acceptable process to go through, but not get stuck on that process. Yeah. Because this is my dad, what my dad told me. He's like, okay, Francine, like, you have to make a decision. Right? You know, maybe it could be the decision to stay married or the decision to get a divorce, but make a decision. And, and I'm like, I know, I'm trying, I just can't decide. And he's like, okay, but just know that not making a decision is a decision. Is a decision. Mm -hmm. So and you're deciding to stay where you are. And going all that back and forth and pros and cons. It's okay to take a day or a week or a month to, to figure something out, but going yes. back and forth for so long, you were rationalizing and rationalizing. Over-rationalizing. Over-rationalizing. <laughs> over, over, over. Well, I was just kind of guessing, but yeah. you, you're, um, you, if you're over-rationalizing, that is a form of fear. Which also, yes, and it is fear because you're stuck in fear when you're in that pattern. Yes. You are stuck in fear when you're in that pattern. And this is the thing that we learn to make decisions based on you know, like what you learn at school or the what you learn. That, the that foundation. foundation till you're seven or eight years old that you talked about at the beginning. Well, no, that you learn more about the world, but like you learn, like what we think about decisions is we think about, oh, we gotta be rational about it. We gotta be like kind of follow like an intellectual process of being rational and, ma and making a decision that quote unquote makes sense. And am and, I the decision maker? Am I, the, and, and if I'm in a relationship, should I be making this decision alone or should I be making this decision with my partner? Yes, but decisions are made in terms of that way uh, that, uh, that we're speaking about, they're made from a rational point of view. What I challenge my uh, clients to do, and, and which is what I have been sort of working on training myself as well, is spiritual decision-making. Mm -hmm. In addition to not just throw away the rational decision-making, the things that make sense, mm -hmm. but also add a layer to that and make a spiritual decision-making because you know what? Deep down in our heart, mm -hmm. deep down in our gut, we know when a situation is right for us. 
We know when a situation is wrong for us. And if you try to rationalize everything, you're leaving that layer out about what is it that I really love to have in my life? And you know, does this sit good with me? Is this something that makes me happy, that makes me fulfilled, you know, in a job, relationship, whatever, life? You it's know. time. It's time to take a stand and have the courage to be your own tree. We talked about yeah. the individual. If you are not the sole decision maker about your job, mm-hmm. J-O-B, that you're not happy in, but it's bringing in a certain income, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you have to stand in your own tree. We, yeah, in your we, own power. Your own power. We give so much power away. Yes, we do, don't we? To I, things that don't matter. Yes, they don't because they, they don't matter. Things that are just don't really truly matter mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, if you whether you have children or not, everyone in your family they all want you to be happy, yeah, and fulfilled, yeah, true fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And, and when you are, and even like you're saying, kids, when you have kids and you live that life, yeah, feeling fulfilled. And being in your power, you are teaching your kids one of the most important and they skills need that. and emulate that for they're their not lives. Gonna, no, they, you don't learn that at school. No, you know? they're not going to learn that at school. No. And we have to go to break. Oh, oh my gosh. So it is going by so fast. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you stay with us. My guest is Francine. My co-host, co-host. is, I got to start learning how to say that, uh, Francine Fontana. You can go to FontanaCoaching.com. And uh, you're listening to Powerful Women Revealed. This is the place to go and the place to be right here on 95.9 WATD. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. At each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today. What a great line. Love has kissed me in a beautiful way. That was uh, the emotions. What was the best of my love? Can't believe I haven't played that song yet. That's a 
good one. Such a good pump you yeah. up song. This is our last segment. Um, just in case if I don't have time, you can go to FontanaCoaching.com for more information uh, to connect with Francine. And what do you want to talk about in this last segment? Oh, you're putting the spot on me. Uh, well, I, I think it, uh, who's your ideal yeah. client? Like I, we know who your ideal client is based on the conversations we've had. But mm-hmm. if you really had to funnel it down to like one thing, who do you really want to reach out to you? Who do you want to help and support? I, I want to help women who want to change their lives and they are, and they, you know, and goes back into the decision. They are making a decision to do it and taking the steps, action to do it and want to do the work to do it. Because I talk to a lot of people who, a lot of women and people in general who want to change their lives, but they don't do anything about it. Mm. So know? they don't want drive through. You don't want that drive-through person. <laughs> no, no. You know, it's it's sort of called the dabblers. You know, like they dabble in personal development, and that's the thing. Like, there are a lot of people who read personal, you know, uh, self-help books or spiritual yeah. principles. And well, that's me. I do a lot of that. Yeah, but it, I it, am not wanting the drive-through. I. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you, you, you need to want to go deep into yourself and yeah. really looking at your core. At what is at the core of you? What are your core values? How is it that you want to live your life? What kind of legacy do you want to live? You mm. know, um, li- live after you're when you're gone, you know, and and kind of and and have the courage to live into that, mm. you know. And I, it's so easy to say, oh, I would love to have this, and it's always in the future. It is always in the future, you know. But like what you we need do to today, you need to take that and bring into today. So think about the the best version of yourself. And you how know? about how about the person who is struggling to get up out of bed? They just are not like really pumped and excited about their normal everyday life. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean there is such thing as clinical depression and if there if that's your thing then obviously go get support help and, and help, support yeah. and do do whatever you need to do. Every to, life to matters. Just yeah. saying, every life matters. Yeah, so you have to take care of yourself from that point of view. And, you know, obviously those are not the women that I'm working with. Those, it's, you know, it's it's part of the journey. And and hopefully at some point they will be in a place where they want to take steps forward. But, but it's just really being like, you have to find the motivation to do it for yourself. You know, like self-parenting. It has to come within. It, it has, has to come from within. Yeah, it does. And, and you have to parent yourself into doing it as well. Because, mm. you know, someone says, uh, no one's going to come into your living room and shut off Netflix and tell you to go outside. and Just know. like exercise. You, no one else can make you have a cute little butt. Like, you have to do that for yourself. Yes, you want to. So the same to. for your mind. Exactly. And, you know, it's all about building all of these muscles. And and you're there to support and guide. Yeah. And yeah, because it's it's their dreams. I cannot dream it for them. You know, Mm -hmm. we are all so unique, so uniquely us, you know, and we, we all have dreams that we all want to, you know, certain core basic stuff. We all want to feel fulfilled and all of that. But what the specifics of that is just unique to you, unique to me, unique to, you know, each one of the listeners. And so you're the one who has to find that out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the purpose? You know, what is it that you truly want for your life? And then have the courage to take the steps, you know, and it's not easy necessarily, but there's help and there's support. 
You know, there there are structures of support that you can put around you and around your dream to help you get there. So how about because the there is a formula for success in order how to achieve mm-hmm. that. So how about the person who doesn't necessarily know what their life purpose is? And we ha- we're almost out of time. Yeah. But how about that person? And that is okay because it's still just the, maybe you're just in the discovery process. It's just stay with the question. Mm. You know, it's again. It goes towards who mindset. am I? What just do what I, I want? What is it that I really want to do with my life? And just keep asking yourself that question because what do I treasure? Because the more you ask yourself that question, your subconscious mind will go to work, and eventually you're gonna have an aha moment or a click, or you're gonna see something that's gonna trigger something in you, and you're gonna know. But, but you, if you don't ask the questions, you will never know. Mm. But you can actually support somebody who doesn't even know what they want. Yes, exactly. And I do. It's like we stay in the discovery face and then and then the thing is if you're not doing anything and if you're not going for anything you're staying stuck you're staying in the same spot so do something because even if you don't know exactly what it is if just you, do if something you, if you take a step towards mm. something you're going somewhere and then as you're taking steps then you can always readjust your course mm. and then as you have new ideas new insights you can just always shift your 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 steps you know speaking oh. speaking of course I'm reading A Course in Miracles right now. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Or what have you just read? Or what book do you like gravitate towards that you just keep finding yourself wanting to, you know, dive back into again? Um, I, you know, I've been reading a lot about, uh, I actually want to, there's a little book that I read that is just amazing. It's so simple. It's called You Squared. And I'm, oh. right now, I don't even remember the name of the author, but it's it's you, you know, with the with the two on top. With the two, oh, yeah. And okay. It's a, it's a small little thing, but it's it's it talks about like quantum leaping, your results, oh. and, and taking quantum leaps, uh, steps forward in your life. It's amazing. I love it. Thank you so much for being my co-host today. My pleasure. This was so much fun. You are so much fun, and you can go to again uh, fontanacoaching.com for more information. I want to leave you with this final quote by J.M. Storm. Sometimes the hardest person to walk away from is the person you've always assumed you were. Mm, wow. <laughs> Isn't that great? That is a great one. I want to thank you so much for listening and helping end systemic racism by doing what you can, speaking out, and simply caring. I hope you will tune in next Sunday after the news at noon. Until then, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Have a great week, and remember, knowledge is power, and it's what you do with that knowledge that matters. Mm-hmm.